Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed from behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for hour two of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Pierzynski not only bangs into Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for hour two of the hot corner. Posebnik getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Redemption help. Whoa. Bautista got all he could handle with that. Solid contact right there. The fan. Welcome into the second hour of the hot corner. If you missed any of the first hour, you can check that out on the Les Schwab Tires podcast. You can download that at 10A the fan wherever you get your podcast. Speaking of podcast, beers on us drops tomorrow with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Yeah, we got no idea, but it'll be good. Podcast been good lately. I'm I done. agree. I enjoyed very much the Big Beer podcast a couple weeks ago. If you guys want to listen to a recent one that we were both pretty proud of, listen to the Let's Experiment Big Beer episode. Yeah. Episode 68, I believe. Mike and I have had had a lot of fun on that show lately. So get that wherever you get your podcasts as well. A lot to get to this hour. I still want to try and squeeze in some Mets chat. Um, You know, obviously we got the big news right now, but I want to do give a shout out to uh, a couple funny Texts on the Better You Today text line five five three zero five. Some from a couple from a couple peeps that listen to the show frequently. Uh, our good buddy Deal texts in. I'm really worried for the Yankees with all these huge contracts. How will they be able to afford Trout and Rendon in five years? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I think they'll figure out a way if they need to. <laughs> I like that one. That will be one thing. This is going to sound totally douchey, and I totally want it to. You're a Yankee fan. We're used to it. <laughs> Touche. Um, it's going to be really sad not to ever see Mike Trout in pinstripes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're ever going to get him. Well, he's going to be an angel for life. Yeah, unless he's old. No, he'll be an You can tell. He's going to be, he's like Damian Lillard. He's going to be an angel for life. Uh, and then my other favorite one, uh, which I do want to get to these guys later, is notable New York Mets under team control for the 2020 season, Bobby Bonilla. That's from Robin Sherwood. That was a good one. That was a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I never forget that Bobby Bonilla is always getting paid, but uh, it's always nice when it's timely. So thanks, Rob. Uh, moving on from Garrett Cole. Uh, I mean, almost uh, probably just because of time and where we are, but I feel like this Anthony Rendon story that has been developing over the last, I don't know, six or seven hours that has really come to fruition over the last 10 minutes. Almost. I'm more excited to talk about this than I am Garrett Cole. No offense to Garrett Cole, no offense to the Yankees, but the I am Yan- not more excited about it. No. But it is a it is a very interesting signing. Take your Yankee hat off, put your baseball hat okay, on. Okay, okay, one second. <laughs> Yankee hat off. Yes, some brain juice attached to it. Sorry. Okay, regular hat on. Anthony Rendon signs Great a seven-year, two hundred forty-five million dollar deal to play with wow, the Yankees. Wow, he Angels. got paid. Yeah. 
that makes him the second highest position player. Same yearly. amount of money that Strasburg got, right? Yeah, I think the so. The exact same contract? Yeah, I think so. Uh, makes him the second highest paid position player in Major League Baseball behind his teammate, surprisingly, in Mike Trout. It's nice to see the Angels putting someone around Trout. Yes, yes, it is. And I do, you know, some details coming out, uh, no trade clause, no opt-out, which I think is really interesting. I think we've seen a lot of opt-outs lately uh, in basketball, specifically, you know, in some other sports where it's like, yeah, I signed this eight-year max deal or whatever, but uh, if I want to opt-out in two years to get another max deal, I can. Uh, So I think it's interesting. It, it, It makes, I don't know if the Angels stronghold him on this, but it makes him sound like, like, yeah, I'm ready to play. Let's I'm go. here. I'm stuck. And maybe he liked that challenge that somebody like Garrett Cole might not like. Like, hey, we're going to put you with Mike Trout, and then we'll start to build around you, and we'll make you guys the cornerstone, and let's do this. It sounds like a good deal to me. I mean, he just won his World Series, so there's not as much pressure, I think, for him to be like, oh, I need to win a championship. Oh, you just did. And now he's going to go to a, a place that's nicer, mm-hmm. right? Nicer weather. Mm-hmm. Doesn't so, have to shave the goatee. Nope. He's, well, he didn't have to in the Nationals either. but He might have in the Bronx, Michael. Well, he wasn't going to the Bronx. We knew we that. We thought he was a year ago. Yeah, but now we know. We knew this year that wasn't happening. Um, he gets to go to a nice weather place. He gets to go to play with the best player in baseball. Um, I, I've always kind of thought this, and maybe it's wrong. It feels like playing in Anaheim is a pretty low-pressure environment. Even when they're good, it's like, yeah, but you're in Anaheim, brah. You know, like kind of like it's got that vibe. And Anthony Rendon to me feels like that kind of a player. Like definitely a little low key goes about his business. Doesn't need all the, the glory. Just wants to, you know, play baseball. And so Anaheim fits him perfectly. Yeah. And I just, I really, okay, let me, let me, let me preface with this. I truly feel over the last 10 plus years. Basically, I feel this way since the Angels have won their World Series in 2002. Bunch of collective steroids dude, steroid dudes beat Mr. Steroid in a seven-game series. Decent World Series, not one for the ages, but a decent World Series. That the Angels have never really been able to have a plan. Maybe that's the Jerry DePoto effect. But the the Pujols contract is terrible. The Josh Hamilton contract might be one of the worst in the history of baseball. To be fair, they were not bad contracts when they signed them, right? I mean, there were risks with both. Right. But you thought the Pujols one was like, oh, wow, they got Pujols, great deal. And we talked about this on the show before. He has not been anywhere near as bad as people believe he has been for the Angels. Right, right. They're just not in the playoffs. No. And then Hamilton, maybe you should have predicted that he was going to have another drug binge coming. But when they signed him, I mean, Josh Hamilton was incredible. So there's something about this strategy the Angels are getting after right now that I'm really, really intrigued in, okay? They swung for Garrett Cole. Didn't feel good. Maybe they didn't feel good about the years. Maybe they didn't give, feel good about the dollar amount, whatever. Maybe they didn't expect the Yankees to blow it out of Maybe the Maybe they didn't expect the Yankees to blow it out of the water. But then they grab Rendon because they got to get somebody. Good makeup call. Good makeup call. Not but a pitcher, but good player. Rumors are swirling that the Angels are in negotiations with the Cleveland Indians for Corey Kluber. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. And I I actually, as an Indians fan, I expect Kluber to have a pretty good year this year. Maybe not Cy Young. I mean, he's already got two, so what's he worried about? 
Sorry, that's a low blow. <laughs> sorry, Mariners fans. Sorry, sorry, Felix. I would have voted for you, but <laughs> Kluber's got it. Uh, that I think Kluber's poised to have a good year. And if I don't know what their farm system is like, but I can't imagine it's that great in Anaheim. I think a couple of years ago we talked about them having one of the worst. So maybe they've rebuilt it a little bit. I don't know. But it seems like they've got a little bit of a plan. You know, and that's something we haven't seen from them in a while. They're now looking at Bumgarner. They're looking at Ryu. They're looking at uh, Keiko. Yep, yep. Who are the tier two guys in the free agent market this year? Because they, they, they desperately need pitching. Now they do have Otani coming back mm-hmm. as a pitcher next year. Remember, he played all year as a, or most of the year as a DH because he had Tommy John surgery, which you can hit through. You just can't pitch through. So he's going to be back as a pitcher. So they have their potential ace. And then if they go get Kluber. All of a sudden, that's a force to be. Re- I mean, I know it's not the same deep rotation we've seen from top teams in recent years, but right. you get a couple of good guys at the top, then Trout and Rendon, you can make the playoffs but easy. You, but you alluded to this uh, at the top of the show. That division's open. The West is open. I mean, there are rumors that Carlos Correa is going to get traded. They just lost the best pitcher in baseball. And who knows what happens With the when Major League Baseball finds out, you know, the extent of the law, like who knows what that's going to happen. The angel or the the Astros could be. We don't we don't know. I'm I'm just going to say that we don't know. So this division's open. The Mariners aren't going to be good, but they're not trying to be good. The Rangers, the um, Rangers seem like they're trying because they're tied to all these big names. But then they trade away Mazzara, who was a good power hitter. Yeah, but you don't understand. So 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 I'm not. I'm sure. going to write the Rangers off too. I'm probably going to write them off too. So the A's and the Angels have a nice chance here to win the division. Watch the Astros win 110 games next year. <laughs> it's, it's possible. It's possible. Uh, but I, I guess I'm just excited. It's a new team in the mix. They have everyone, <clears throat> everyone's favorite player in baseball. If they're if he's not your favorite player in baseball, you don't watch enough baseball. Uh, this is exciting to me. As a baseball fan, I'm like pro Angels right now. Unless you get Craig Kluber. Don't do that. <laughs> I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for the Angels. Um, some of it could be because I loved Angels in the outfield growing up. I also uh, wasn't my first baseball video game, but in my second baseball video game, I played as the Angels because I wanted to take a bad team and make them good. And that was when they were in the doldrums of being the bad California Angels or the bad Anaheim Angels. I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. Um but then they beat the Yankees every year in the playoffs for like four years. So I kind of grew a little bit of a hatred for them. But there's somewhere deep down I have this soft spot. So it's kind of cool to see them. And maybe part of that is because I love Mike Trout to death. And I want to see Mike Trout succeed. Um, not at the expense of my own team, but I'd like to see him succeed and make the playoffs. I'd like to see Mike Trout in the playoffs. I would like to as well. And uh, Rendon will certainly help that. And they they just need pitching. It's just that simple. But I, I, I do like to see them make this move. Can you? I also like that the Dodgers are not making these moves for some reason. Are you going to tell me that the Dodgers might come out of the National League next year? No, I'm just saying I don't hate the Dodgers, but for some oh, you're reason, you're glad that they're not getting yeah, guys. I'm glad that they're I not thought, getting them. I thought you were about to say like it's smart that they're not getting these people. Well, you said it was smart because they've got a lot of guys in their team. They do. They got a lot of prospects. It's going to cost a lot for Frankie Lindor. Um, when we come back, go to the Yankees instead. <laughs> Easy, bub. You want Clint Frazier back? Yeah, you do. Hell no. (laughs) We'll give you Clint Frazier, Miguel Andujar, and some cash. I take Andujar. For Frankie Lindor. I like Andujar. I do like Andujar. But yo, Mariners, how's Justice Sheffield look? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When we come back, I do want to uh, go to the flip side of one of these conversations. And 
It was just so fun to talk about him last year that I just, I, I want to get back into this. I want to talk about some New York Mets because I think there's some really quite interesting things going on with this team. And we'll do that next on 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Big day baseball here. Hot Corner after dark. Starting to see a few of the Christmas ships roll by. We're at that time of year. I forgot about that. In the old Willametta. Well, this is the last time after dark I'm going to get to see him. Unless we do a primetime show. That is true. Which yes. I would like to do. I would like to try to make happen. Could be a couple of opportunities coming up in late December where you might hear the three of us on at some point on the station. I'm all about that dirt and Sprague spot. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. Primetime is, is is the jam, you know. Drive time. Drive time, you know. They're the number one show in Portland for a reason. Uh, you know, and, and I get that. That's 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 the celeb status. But, man, something about coming to work at 930 and leaving at 3 sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you could even stretch that like 1030, 1015. You know me. I Roll rolled in, in. At, at 6.57 to this show today. Well, yeah, but you already knew what you were talking about. Well, yeah. Who says I wouldn't do that if it was you and me from <laughs> noon to 3? I guess that's true. Mike just – I mean, I've heard Souk say it all the time. He's like, I don't know what we're talking about today. I just study, and I'm just ready, and Rob walks in at 2.57, and we just go. Yep. For the most part. Usually, if we're going to be at, on average here, Rob's usually in by, like, 2.15. That's not bad. And Souk's usually in by like two thirty. Wow! Hey, now the tables have turned. Usually, yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, that's an average. Sometimes it's two fifty nine and fifty seconds. <laughs> other times, like Souk was here at like twelve thirty the other day. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, he had a meeting and then he just stayed. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'd have totally gone to the bar. <laughs> so, sir, what brings you in at twelve thirty on a Tuesday? Well, I had a work meeting, and uh, I don't got to be back for another two hours, so I figured I'd get loaded. <laughs> uh, anyway, I want to switch over to a team. As we were just talking about the Angels, and they uh, actually have a plan to attempt to get better, at least on the surface right now they have a plan. I want to go back to a team that I have no idea what the hell they're doing, and that would be the New York Mets. Is this team want to win? No. Then why are they linked to Carlos Correa? <laughs> and why are they signing Michael Waka? Well, they, I mean, okay. Not yes. that Michael Waka is a world beater. I'm not saying that. They do want to win, but they don't have any money. Because their owners. Bobby Bonilla is still on the payroll. No, because their owners <laughs> got ripped off by Bernie Madoff. That happened like 15 years ago. That was a lot of ripping off that he did. <laughs> Uh, and now they are finally going to change gears, and there's a new guy in. His name is Cohen. I can't remember his first name. And in five years, they're going to make the full transition, I believe, in selling the team to him. But they still got Brody, right? At the moment, he is their GM, yes. Brody Wagonin or whatever. Brody Von Wagonin? Yeah. Brody Von Wagon. Look, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, last year was strange. They tried to win, then they looked like they sucked, and then they stopped trying to win, and they won, and then he traded for people. It's like, what are they doing? I just don't think the Mets extended to Grom. I don't for actually a very reasonable deal. Now let's look at all these deals, but I don't think the Mets know what they want to do. I think they want to win. I think they want to be like a New York team that has a lot of money, but they don't. So they kind of get stuck in the middle. But if you just kind of give up and tank, then you lose your fans and that's hard to do in that city. So 
I mean, hell, the Mariners are losing their fans, and they're doing whatever they're doing. And John's telling me how he's, like, in a really weird spot with his team, and I'm like, you are, like, the quintessential super fan. He goes, I, I don't know what's going on right now. They're Whoa. not trying, so I don't know if I want to try. Whoa, dude, come to Cleveland. Wow, I sound like the greatest fan ever. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to trade my favorite player in the history of baseball and maybe my maybe my second favorite who I own a jersey of, and I'm just like, yeah, man, still an Indians fan. Sounds like the Indians. Well, until the Portland gets a team, then you're like, bye. <laughs> bye, Indians. Yeah, maybe. 100%. 100% you would change. Yeah, it'd be tough. It would be. And then you'd go to your first game and go, sold. <laughs> Portland Mavericks. Here we go. Um, I don't know what the Mets are doing. I really don't. Like, Michael Walker's, it's probably a decent little, like, uh, oh, we'll see what happens in a year. He was really good a couple of years ago. He's been inconsistent. Since, uh, low risk, high reward. The, the reason, I didn't know they were tied to Correa. That's yeah, it's it's been pumped on 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 my feed all day today, where it's just like that the Astros may look to deal Carlos Correa because they can't afford everyone, and he looks to be the victim of it. Well, he has been the worst of the core guys the last year and a half or so, just due to injury. He might be. Well, when the, he came back from injury, he didn't fully get it together. Right, but in theory, he might be the best of all of them. I mean, Carlos Correa is a top four shortstop in baseball when healthy, when completely healthy. Like, this is a make-or-break year for Carlos Correa. And I just saw that the Mets were interested. And I'm like, to get Carlos Correa, who are you going to send? You already gave the Mariners all your best people for Robbie Cano. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So I'm just curious. It's like... It's like, you know, all this stuff's going on. You know, the Nats hang on to Strauss, and the Yanks do their moves, and the Angels all of a sudden show up tonight. And, you know, we're going to hear something from the Dodgers, and we're going to hear something from, you know, other teams as well. And then the Mets are just like, hey, guys, don't forget, we're still a dumpster fire. I think I honestly think it's because as a team in New York City, there's a pressure to be relevant. And, I mean, isn't their GM like a former agent? Yeah. He's like the Rob Palenka. Yeah, Brody in, Von Wagen. Does he really it's know? It's easy when you're Rob Palenka and you're like, yo, LeBron, you want to come here? He's like, yeah. You're like, wow, I'm such a great GM. <laughs> and I just traded seven first-round picks for Anthony Davis. And we're killing it right now. But it's easy to look good that way. Like in baseball, it's, it's hard not, to look good. In baseball, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. So I, I don't know. I just don't think he really knows what he's doing, but... That could also just mean he's not fully used to it yet and he's going to be a great GM and it's just going to take a couple of years. But if you're a team like a Mets, I feel like you don't have a couple of years. Like you, I mean, you got all the time in the world, but you got a lot of pressure to be relevant. Plus so that, got- that's why I think he's stuck in the middle. It's like, oh, I don't know what to do, but we're going to go get Robbie Cano, guys. Look, 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 distraction, distraction, Robbie Cano. Oh, and then we're going to sign Michael Walker. But Carlos Correa, Carlos, look, 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 look what we're doing. Right, but they got the polar bear. Yep. They got Jeff McNeil. They got to do something with the Grom. Well, they got him. They signed him to an extension. No, but I mean, they got to do something with him. Oh, oh. Can't watch watch like- them trade for Carlos Correa and then trade away Noah Syndergaard, which would be the most Mets thing of the last year and a half to do to take one step forward and one step back, and it's all even again in the end. Not that Syndergaard was terrible last year, but um, still a good piece. The only thing that might save the Mets is the Cubs. That might be the only thing that saves them from being an absolute ridiculous laughing stock. Because the Cubs, they might get rid of everybody, is what it sounds like. Brian's getting traded. 
Chris Bryant. I don't understand that either. Why are the Cubs trading Chris Bryant? They don't want to pay him. Why? I don't think they think he's good. Why? I don't know. And they also don't want to extend Rizzo, even though Rizzo says he wants to be there? Yeah, man. Dude, the Cubs have... That's the team I'm... The Cubs have money. For sure they have money. They can afford... Oh, no, we just can't afford to extend you. Sorry, Chris. Well, you're not putting it into the stadium, so where are you putting it? Into your pockets. Yeah. I don't... That, to me, is... Do not trade Chris Bryant, you morons. They're gonna. Do not let Anthony Rizzo walk, you morons. They're gonna. They might resign him. He's got two options. But it's just one of those things like, just, dude, you guys just won a World Series. You correctly built your team Mother in a way Nature that made gave sense. gave them a World Series. They correctly built their team? Who's still around? You know what? Hold that thought. Let's do the Chicago Cubs next. Okay. You want to talk about the Cubs? If you want to. Is there something else you want to talk about? I just, okay, I'm ready. I mean, are we missing something? Steven Strasburg. No brainer. <laughs> that is one thing we haven't talked about. Do we need to? The Nats got him. I was very surprised he went back to the Nats. I probably shouldn't have been, but I was. I wasn't. He probably looked around and was like, ah, oh, the Yanks don't want me. I don't want to go anywhere else. We'll just hang out here. <laughs> That's all I've known. <laughs> yeah. It's like I left for, for college, and it was like, where do you want to move? And I was like, Portland, Oregon? <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's what I know. <laughs> All right, when we come back, let's talk about the Cubbies. We'll get your Cubbies. You got any thoughts? There's the Better You Today text line, 55305. Bring it. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 Fan. But first, there's Mike with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 32 here, and I'm watching some wrestler propose to his girlfriend in the ring. That's not great. That's not a good look. <laughs> Roman- NXT- romantic question mark? NXT's coming to Portland, doing a takeover in Portland. Don't they normally come here? No, not NXT. Hmm. There's, always, all- there's always something here. Well, yeah, like Raw or SmackDown. I think I'm going to go to it. Okay. NXT takeover. NXT's good. Sounds like your cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah, I like wrestling. I think you've become more obsessed with wrestling over the last year or two. Yeah, my uh, my my girlfriend met one of my best friends' girlfriend the other day for the first time, and she turned to my girlfriend and said, "Do you know he likes wrestling? What this look like? I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, but he likes this thing that is really weird. But he likes wrestling." And my girlfriend looked at her and was like, "Well, yeah, yeah, I know he likes wrestling. So." Duh. <laughs> it was like, oh, I just think it's weird. <laughs> Abs was like, okay, weird conversation. Good combo. Thanks, Never talking to you again. Lady. Bye. 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 Oh, well, whatevs. Uh, we were talking last segment about the Cubbies, the Cubs, and how they are looking to deal Chris Bryant. Because they're idiots. Because they're idiots. They might not re-sign Anthony Rizzo. Anthony Rizzo. Because they're idiots. But my question to you, Michael, is how good is this team? Um. Well, they are a favorite and/or contender in the NL Central every year. So, are they better than St. Louis? Yes. Are they better than Milwaukee? They're about the same as Milwaukee. 
because St. Louis made the playoffs and Chicago did not. I know. Yeah, last year was a weird year for them, but they are the Cubs are on paper as good as those two teams or better. Because that's my question. Who on the Cubs are good? Chris Bryant. Okay. Javi Baez. Okay. Wilson Contreras. Might get traded. Anthony Rizzo. Getting older. Jose Quintana. That's not that much. Well, I know, but the rest I think, of the, I think I think their team is good. Yeah, but I think this idea, you know, they won the World Series and they built it from the ground up and Theo made some good trades and blah, 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 blah. I don't think this team is that good. See, I, I don't know if I agree. I mean, so this is amusing. Our favorite the, website, rosterresource.com. Their bullpen is trash. Craig Kimbrell is there at least. Um, I'm using roster resource. Their bullpen is trash. Our favorite website. If you haven't used it, use it for baseball. It's great. It is our favorite website. Now, of course, this is just the beginning of the offseason, so we don't know what's going to happen. Correct. Uh, but this is their projected starting lineup. Anthony Rizzo. Okay. Chris Bryant. Okay. Javi Baez. Okay. Kyle Schwarber. Eh. Wilson Contreras. Eh. Jason Hayward. Mm. Ian Happ. And David okay. David Bodie. And that's a good lineup. That's a really good lineup. Yeah. I think they're, it's not as sexy as it was three or four years ago, but, I mean, those are still all good players. Um, their rotation is a little bit more to be desired, especially now that they've lost Cole Hamels. Mm-hmm. But you've got Darvish, Quintana, Kendrick, or Hendricks, excuse me, and Lester still. I mean, so you've still got good pitchers there. But are they that good anymore? Yeah. Yeah. They're not as good. I mean, they're all getting older. That's what happens in baseball. But, I mean, they missed the playoffs last year by what, like two games? Yeah. Like, I, f- I feel like you're talking like they were the worst team in the NL Central. No, they that, were in the playoff race no, the whole no, year. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. They led the division for a decent length of time. I just think, I just think this team is now starting to get on a trajectory of underperforming. And people are going to start being peeled away from this. But that would be a huge mistake because... Do you trust Theo? I do, but... Maybe I, Theo knows this team isn't very good. They have the chance to be the second best team in Chicago. That is true, which doesn't normally happen for them, um, or at least recently hasn't happened for them. I don't know. I just... I feel like you did the right thing, Right. You tanked a little bit. You made some good draft picks. You developed some players. Now, not all of them have turned out exactly as you hoped, right? Right. Kyle Schwarber is not as elite as we thought he would be. Um, but, I mean, you've got a surefire first baseman in Anthony Rizzo. Sure. I still think you have a future star in Chris Bryant. I don't. I mean, he had a, a down-ish year, but he's still really good. I would also agree. And he's a good personality, too. I think Chris Bryant is excellent. Um, Crowded third base market, though. So I feel like it's just one of those things where – you had one or two less than convincing years considering all of a sudden you want to be a World Series contender every year, so you want to trade everybody? I'd say take a smaller step than that and re-sign the important guys. And then, like, if you want to trade Kyle Schwarber, okay, I understand that. Like, he's been underperforming. He's not as good as we thought he was going to be. Nick Castellanos was pretty damn good for them at the end of the year. He was. Uh, Maybe they re-signed him. I don't know. But it's just one of those things where – it feels like their window is still here. It might be waning because the guys are getting older, but they still have a chance. So don't trade everybody now. Keep making moves to win while you can, and then do the, the temporary tear down to build back up. You know, It just seems a couple years too early to me. That's all. I don't understand it. Chris Bryant's good. 
Do not trade Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant is really good. Yes, you'll get a lot of prospects for him, but Chris Bryant's really good. He's linked to the Phillies. I'm sure the Mets have made phone calls. The Nationals have made phone calls. Mm -hmm. I like Chris Bryant getting out of Chicago. For his career? For, I mean, he's... For the fact, yeah, for his career, because I think that team is not going to be good for a while. I just don't know if I buy that. They spent... It, they, they to me, seem no different than the Kansas City Royals. Won a World Series. Thanks. You really think it's that much of a flash in the pan? I do. Because they're not... Uh, Kansas City is a small market team. Sure. Made it to two World Series. So it's a little bit more understandable if they are a flash in the pan. The Cubs are a big market team. One of the three major cities in baseball. I mean... When was the last... <clears throat> when was the last playoff game they played in? Before... The World Series, you mean, or like no, just right now? What was the last time they played in the playoffs? Was it two years ago, wild card game? Yeah, and how they look? Or was it last year? No, no, yeah, it was two years ago, wild card game against the Rockies. Yeah, who got swept the next series? <clears throat> I think this team is on a downward trajectory, and I think that is probably why they're willing to deal people. All right, I mean, I'm willing to accept that as an argument. I just don't like it. <laughs> like, I think the Cardinals are better than them. Well, I think the Cardinals staff is better. I don't know if their lineup's better. Well, I there's nothing in Chicago's staff that really stands out to me. Maybe Quintana. I don't know much about their prospects, though. You Darvish? Eh. That bullpen is such garbage. Hey, the Mariners took one of their garbage bullpen guys off their hands. Carl Edwards Jr. Come that's on just, down to Seattle. That's just because they had to fill roster spots. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I don't know much about their prospects. Maybe if they're looking to trade these guys, they don't have a lot of great prospects left because they need prospects. That that's, could be part of the reason. That's what I mean. Um, but at least they're not talking about trading Javi Baez because he is their best player. Yes. That is smart to keep him along. Yeah, they are a weird team. It is interesting to think about it that way. I wonder if we have any. We I know we have one Cubs fan who listens to us fairly frequently. It might not be listening tonight, but. I wonder what you guys think out there if you're Cubs fans. Better you today, text line 55305, because, it, yeah, the last two years have been eh, not as exciting as you would have hoped, but are you on more on my side where you kind of view it as it seems a little too early to blow it up, or are you like, yeah, let's blow this up. We're not that good right now. I'd be curious to, th to, to hear what they think out there if they're listening. Yeah. They might is not anybody be... listening? <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. 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 Uh, Cubs fans aren't listening. They're still like, talking about Game 7 of the World Series. <laughs> and you know what? They deserve to be able to talk uh, about If the rain hadn't intervened, uh, you would still be talking about Game 7 of the World Series. No, I'd just be like, we won a World Series. I don't care. No, you'd still be talking about it. <laughs> I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up, and we'll, we'll uh, finish this thing up. This is the hot corner. That's Mike Lynch behind the glass tonight, pulling extra time on Patrick Harris. This is 1080 The Fan. This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. We do have one Cubs fan who's listening. I'm more worried about this poor UPS driver. Why are you still out, man? Go home. It is a little late to deliver UPS packages. It's a damn holidays. It's Bezos, ma'am. Is this? Killing these UPS peeps, man. They're hardworking people. Is that a normal UPS driver, Dickard? Is that normal that you are delivering almost until 9 p.m.? Probably on 
December, whatever today's date is. December 11th. Sure. We got a text from a Cubs that. fan. This roster is overrated trash. Trade them all. Keep Castellanos. <laughs> well, okay, then. That's awesome. All right, Cubs fan. <laughs> you watch the team more than I do, so all right. I told you, man, they suck. Again, suck. Eh, suck, no. But not living up to their hype, sure. Is there any difference of making of barely missing the playoffs and completely sucking? No. You both suck. Okay. Yeah. It's like 270 not being good. It's not that good. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> 270 is fine. Really good hitters have hit 270 in their career, but it's okay. Yeah, and then guys like, you know, I don't know, Manny Ramirez, batted like 316. <laughs> yeah, those are great hitters. We don't need to do this again. I was just just bringing it up as a comparison. That's all. I don't know what to say. I'm still worried about my man Dickert out there. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, you know, hey, hey, I mean, I'm still stuck out here in the rain. I was like, oh, thank God he said rain. He said uh, very normal during Christmas time, 11 to 13 hour days for a month. I was really worried it was like oh, snowing boy. out there. And I was like, oh, man. My little pickup don't do well in the snow. <laughs> no, last year in the snow, you crashed that pickup. Yeah, it wasn't even the snow. It was like light black ice on 405. Yeah. Hey, but snow is actually the best thing to crash in because it's soft. Right. <laughs> black ice on a, on a bridge Yeah, black ice freezes on, over? No. Black ice on guardrails that separates you from the Willamette are, are not forgiving. No. At least there was a guardrail there. Yeah. Or we could have just ended it. Just said, you know what? Jesus, dude. I ain't got to pay rent tomorrow. I ain't oh, got to go to work. Why Why did this turn dark all of a sudden? We're talking about UPS drivers. <laughs> Come on. Ooh, I don't know. Come on. I don't know. I have always been curious about that as a job, a delivery guy job. Yeah. Because it's, I know it's a lot of work and it's a lot of hours and it's physically demanding, but mm -hmm. it kind of seems nice to me like that you're just like out and about all day, right? Like, sure, you got to deal with annoying drivers and stuff, but you get to drive around, you get to get some exercise every day. Maybe maybe it's a good job. Well, I've always been curious about it. Yeah, well, I mean, I my uncle was a UPS driver for, you know, 35 years, something like that. Wow. Yeah, I got a buddy who's a mail carrier. Uh, he hates his job. He absolutely despises his job. There's a difference between working for the government and working for a private company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that might be that might be the big sticking point. Yeah, man, I don't know, dude. You felt my hands? These are the softest hands in the world, dude. I've never worked a hard day in my life. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, you cleaned kegs and lifted kegs. Uh, I never cleaned a keg in my entire life. I thought you did. No. <laughs> That's not for me. No. That's a peon's job. <laughs> no way. No way, man. I've lifted kegs, yeah. but I lift like three, and I'm like, oh, God, back's going out. <laughs> Lunch time. You guys got this, right? And they're like, yeah, we'll just continue for six more hours. Right. You're, yeah, you're not really helping anyway. Like, no. we've done 15 kegs by the time you finish one. I packaged for a little bit. Like, I helped out with that. Yeah, that's good. That's, I mean, that's I mean, just that's... working with your hands. Yeah, yeah. God, I was so sore after those shifts. <laughs> you know how, like, you get a good workout in, and then you're like, ooh, I feel good. Whoop, going to be sore in the morning. It's like, ooh, I feel good. Whoop, going to be sore in about an hour and a half. <laughs> ooh, I feel good. Oh, yeah. going to be sore in a minute. Yep, yep, yep. Ugh, I threw up my back. Lifting a case of beer. Hey, man, 
Hey, dude. Don't judge. Don't judge. You got no idea, man. Have you seen these hands? Have you seen these hands? <laughs> My hands. <laughs> they are so unused. <laughs> I went through this period where I was not biting my nails anymore to grow okay. my nails out, to actually have nails. I was doing really well for about a month and a half. And last night I went on a tirade and just killed them all. You went on a tirade? Mm-hmm. Like a, you were just stressed, so you were just like, ah. No, I was like bored, and I was like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have never once bit my nails. Coming at you. <laughs> really? It's a dirty habit. Yeah, I I just, I never started it. It doesn't, there's no appeal to it for me. I don't understand. Yeah, I just I, don't I, know. I know for most people it's a stress thing. Like if you're stressed, and... I think for me it's an oral fixation thing. Yeah, you know, smoking for a long time, all that kind of want. stuff. Gums gross. I don't want to put anything in my mouth that I can't digest. Well, that doesn't make sense because I bite my nails. Yeah, I mean, hello. <laughs> you, you smoke cigarettes, but you can't digest. Maybe, maybe, maybe you just start digesting your nails. Like you swallow your nails. No. And then you eat your boogers. No, okay. Now this is okay. <laughs> okay. Now this is getting gross. Swallow the straw instead of throwing it in the trash, killing turtles. This text says, Wanna come do some roofing with me? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Like, no offense to you doing that job. I'm sure you are fantastic at that job. And I hope you kill it. And if I ever need a roof, I'm gonna call you. But you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> My feet stay on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you really want a 5'6", extremely unathletic kid that's never worked a hard day in his life roofing with you? I'm going to fall off the roof intentionally just to go home. <laughs> you would do like one row of tiles and be like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, that looks good. Let's call it a day. <laughs> let's go have some beers. Yeah, let's have some beers. <laughs> oh, whoops. Had too many. Can't go back up on the roof. That'd be dangerous. I one time painted houses and I hated it so much. That uh, I went into the bushes and threw my finger down my throat and threw up intentionally just so they'd send me home. What? And I was like, I just threw up. I need to go home. They were like, you don't need to go home. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I do. I just threw up. They were like, do you know what's going to happen if you leave right now? And I was like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I never worked again. <laughs> uh, that's one thing that I've done. So when we moved into our new home last year now, we painted some of the inside rooms. That sucked. Mm -hmm. I did not enjoy the. I liked a lot of the stuff that we did when we moved into the home, like some of the like little fixing up stuff and setting up the rooms and all that. Yeah. The painting, I was like, oh, this will be like therapeutic. It's you know, you know, simple, repetitive. You gotta get good layers. It's nice to get the lines, all that kind of stuff. I was like halfway done with the room, and I was like, ah, there's three more rooms left. No, I don't want to do this. We did because we had to, but uh, bravo to all you painters out there because I did not enjoy that job. Yeah, I had to paint. <clears throat> well, I didn't have to. I decided to paint the bathrooms at ye old Milwaukee Tap Room, and there is literally, it's it's like three and a half walls total in a small public bathroom. It's quite quite a normal sized restaurant bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not very big. Uh, that took, that S took me like six days to where people were like, yo man, next time you're going to paint the bathrooms, like we, or paint something or do anything. We need like a plan. Cause you can't just shut down this one bathroom for four days because you don't feel like painting. 
That sounds like a very Patrick thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm not painting this today. I was like, I got one of the but walls done. Can we done. open the bathroom? No. Yeah, I was like, I got one of the walls done. And I was like, oh, this is coming along nicely. Four days later, they're like, yo, dude, you going to finish that or what? And you're like, oh, yeah, tomorrow. It was coming along nicely. Yeah, I'll finish it tomorrow. They're like, no. The <laughs> second bathroom I got done in like a day and a half. Well, that's because there was a lot of pressure from them to get it done. No, I, was, I thought I was going to lose my job. I was doing something real nice, too. <laughs> they didn't need it. I just thought it looked gross, and I wanted to do it. Mm. All right. So painting, not your forte. Not Roofing, my forte. not your forte. Painting, not my forte, yet I've done a thousand times. It's like moving. I hate moving. I hate moving more than anything on the planet. Like, getting into a new place and getting settled, that's exciting. But, like, loading everything you own into a vehicle, not cool. And I've done it a thousand times. The roofer's back. He goes, I effing hate painting. Yeah, dude. <laughs> painting is the worst. But then you see painters, and they're just like, oh, yeah, dude. They're really fast. I think Don, they just got better gear than we have. Probably. I mean, we had really cheap, uh, really, really cheap, uh, what's the rollers? Mm-hmm. So, like, we had to keep replacing them and keep, you know, it was just one of those, like, annoying things. Like, I, I bet you if you have one of those that has the paint attached to the roller where you just press a button, it's like, bzzz, that's probably really fast to paint with. Okay, millennial. <laughs> I mean, you're, aren't you kind of a millennial? No. Way too old and broke. I don't think you're way too old. I think you're kind of in the sweet spot of being a millennial. Uh, I don't know. As you lift your shirt up and scratch your belly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Boomer. (laughs) There you go. That's probably a better title. That's probably a better title. I don't know. One of these days. One of these days, maybe I'll do something. I always wanted to be a gardener. I mean, I don't want to, like, mow the lawn or, like, trim the hedges, but... To, like, water some veggies and, like... I've always wanted to be a gardener, but two of the main things that are involved with gardening... Nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I wanted uh, to water your one vegetable in your garden. It's like when you start painting something... $40 you, an hour, please. And you put on clothes that you know you're willing to destroy, and then a drop of paint lands on you, you're like, no! It's really hard to come back from that. Even though those are clothes you're willing to destroy. I know, okay. but you were just like, ah... I tried so hard not to get any on me. I got so far, and in the end, it didn't even matter. R.I.P. All right, for Mike Lynch, I'm Patrick Harris. We'll be back next year. (laughs) A couple weeks off for us. Got that. Got that. See you next year. Sorry, yeah. We'll be back next year. We're off, but Mike and I, you might see us on some other shows. Check that out. Beers on Us podcast drops tomorrow. Make sure to download that wherever you get your podcast. Go home. Go do something I would do, like never roof a house. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 